0: Everyone, episode 19 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, part of the Pinstripe Alley Community of podcasts. Sean and Ryan chatting with you about more Yankees baseball and uh, another week and another solid one we can say in terms of wins and losses. There weren't too many injuries that we need to recap, which seems like a miracle, Sean. So it's if uh, it seemed like a pretty good week overall. The Yankees had a had a good week and not. Everybody got hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, actually, we got pretty good news on Severino. He's feeling strong, throwing his bullpens. So that's a positive. Voigt said he's 100%. Um, excuse me, not sure how much I believe that. Um, I definitely believe Torres is 100%. Yeah,
0: well, I think when he faces the Orioles, he's 150% or something like that. Well, that's
1: how we knew something was wrong, was because he wasn't just absolutely murdering them.
0: Yeah, yeah, he went over uh, 6 against the Orioles uh, early last week, right before we recorded. Uh, they sit him for a little while, he comes back, hits three home runs and a doubleheader against them. And then the f- Orioles, as of his final at-bat on Monday night, finally start walking him which was a huge bummer because we wanted to see him hit more home runs. But uh, as we record here on Wednesday morning, maybe he'll hit another one uh, this afternoon in the series finale. We'll have to see. But um, that has been so much fun to watch from Gary Thorne's reactions to Paul O'Neill crashing Gary Thorne's uh, broadcast booth to give him a hard time, which was uh, which was really funny. But, yeah, I mean, it's there's – It's hard to find stuff to complain about when the Yankees are playing the Orioles because there's just a lot of blowouts, a lot of home runs, and obviously not losing any ground in the American League East, even though the Rays are on a hot streak because they're playing some subpar teams themselves. But, again, just seems like uh, all good things on the Yankee front right now. Like you said, some positive news in terms of injuries, and the Yankees are winning a bunch of ballgames
1: yeah i i mean even toronto who i mean that series was tough toronto can really hit but we managed to split up there where we always have trouble up in toronto for some reason or another but that's you know just to, to split there on the road to finish off a, a strong road trip after just beating the the hell out of the orioles like a red-headed stepchild it's uh come back and play the Orioles again it's it's pretty nice landing spot and I mean I think that's how we all knew something was wrong with Torres was because when he played those games at Baltimore he didn't look like himself a couple days off comes back crushing so that's pretty that's pretty good and um, the nice thing about these easy games is you get to get guys like uh, Adonis Rosa some some time which was really cool I don't know if you were watching last night but him making his big league debut and getting his first strikeout and um pitching to two innings giving up the one solo shot that was uh that was pretty fun to watch and domingo after it looked like maybe that what was it the fifth or the sixth inning in toronto where he gave up five runs uh comes back with a stellar outing only only giving up two runs two solo shots five hits and a walk over seven innings pitch so um you know really solid um indication there and, and hap looked pretty decent against I mean the Orioles are bad but the Orioles can hit so I think it's not a bad litmus test for the pitchers the Orioles and the, and the Blue Jays both those teams can hit the blue Jays a lot more than the Orioles but um they neither of them can pitch
0: yeah yeah they, they've they've got some bats Trey Mancini is a legitimate is a legitimate bat uh Renato Nunez is a power threat um Santander saw, yeah we saw what Jonathan VR could do back at Camden yards when he hit for the cycle. <laughs> Um, they just have absolutely no pitching. And I think the Blue Jays are in a similar spot, just much more better off. They've got a fantastic young core of position players that are going to be a legitimate threat in the division for years to come. They just also don't have any pitching. If they ever were to get some pitching, they would they'd, uh, I think they'd instantly become a threat to the Yankees in that division. We kind of saw some of that this weekend with how the offense – uh, performed up north, but like you said, I think the, I think the Yankees, in terms of wins and losses, have the worst record at the Rogers Center over the past few years than any other road ballpark. So maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's the travel. Maybe it's just the park itself. Who knows? But at least they were able to secure a split and then obviously get right back on a winning streak thanks to thanks to the Orioles. And haven't haven't lost a game in the standings, even though the Rays have won five in a row. They've been beating up on the Padres this week. They beat up on who the Rays? Oh, the, the, Mariners. the Rays
1: lost that the Rays lost that game, uh won that game last night?
0: Yeah, they they uh okay. Brandon They're McKay gave 4-1 up
1: when I went to bed. Wow.
0: Yeah, Brandon McKay gave up four runs in the first inning and the Rays wound up winning seven five. Gotcha.
1: Well that's disappointing.
0: Yeah. So it's been a successful road trip for them so far, to say the least. Or a West Coast trip. But again, successful successful for the Yankees too. I mean, like you mentioned Herman, I, I think I think every start but three this year he's given up two runs or less. Some Lindsay Adler tweeted something to that effect last night, just talking about um, how efficient he's been all, all season and, and we know he has an innings limit we don't know what it is like Cashman said on WFAN like yes he has an innings limit but no he wouldn't disclose what it is and I mean is that concerning at all to you because right now that's that's the Yankees best starter so they need him for the postseason
1: yeah I, I mean there's there's not a spot to skip him now um but I, 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 instead of them kind of playing that game where they kind of let him go like three innings and then bring in another guy in September and really disrupt his rhythm, I, I'd be more inclined to just skip him for like two starts. Maybe you could do a shoulder fatigue IL stint if you have to, or he might even have options where you could still send him down. I'm not sure. I'm sure he does. Um, but I mean, on that West Coast trip, they have an off day before it and an off day after it. So if you were going to do that, you could skip and and you'd only have to miss miss one turn, really. So, um, you know, they could always do that after the Indian series if they wanted to, uh, to kind of cushion in the blow. And, you know, they have, again, towards the end of September, they have – quite a few days off in the last two weeks. They have three days off the last two weeks, but that's not when you want to do that. Cause you want him rolling, going into the postseason. because I mean, at this point he's pretty much locked in unless something terrible happens to, to being in the postseason rotation. And he could be the game one starter um, depending on what Paxton looks like down the stretch, depending on what Severino comes back and looks like. And, you know, I guess Tanaka threw his hat into that ring on Sunday. Cause that was one of the best starts of a Yankee pitcher this season. Probably the best.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. There's been some encouraging trends in the rotation recently. They had hit bottom in in Fenway right before the trade deadline, and now here we are with Herman back to form. Um, Paxton consistently kicking up that curveball usage has become much more effective now that he's uh, mixing up speeds. And then Tanaka, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe the... The new ball, the juiced ball, whatever you want to call it, maybe that had uh, played a part in him losing efficiency on that splitter, and he adjusted the grip. It took him a few starts to get it down pat. I don't think he had too many swings and misses on that splitter in that last start, but uh, whatever he did, it was incredible performance. Went 8-plus, and Chapman closed it out for him. But, I mean, unbelievable start from Tanaka. And, again, that was that's a good, good Blue Jays lineup. I know Vlad Jr. was uh, resting that game, which I, you know, just although he
1: came back for that epic at bat, that was yeah, sick.
0: That was that was a lot of fun. But just on the Blue Jays front, why would you choose to sit him that day on a Sunday against the Yankees? I feel like that's like the biggest, their one of their biggest draws of the season.
1: I, if I, was, I, if I, I mean, was
0: a fan and I went to that game, I would have been pissed.
1: Yeah, I would too. But you know how they are now with getting guys rest and stuff like that. It's all like this pre pre-rest and and you know that that's fine it is what it is I mean mm, I mean I've been to games where Derek Jeter had to rest so it happens even to the best of them but you know what they're out of it they might as well just just make sure they get through the season healthy and then hopefully next year they go get some pitching and uh well hopefully not for us yeah (laughs) We'll see,
0: but uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it is what it is. Like, guys, guys get rest. And the Mets the one through with that with Piazza because he would rest every Saturday because you'd have a day game after a night game, and kids would go to the game on Saturday, and their parents would call WFAN complaining on Monday because Mike <laughs> Piazza was in the lineup, and Francesca would, you know, tell them how he knows Bobby Valentine very well. Okay, um, he's not going to play his plays just because the kids are there. Okay, back after this. Sorry, that was, Sorry, that was my Mike Francis. Thanks. <laughs> I just tried to mumble a lot and sound like I was from Long Island.
0: That's pretty much all you have to do and sound mm-hmm. like you don't know anything.
1: Yeah, I, I liked – did you see the clip of him trying to figure out how many wins the Mets needed to make the playoffs? And he no. was just like adding 56 to 20
0: or like 56
1: <laughs> to 22 and he needed to break out like pen and paper to do it. It's like, okay, you got 56 and 22 and 40 losses and another 20 there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's a good clip. You should check it out.
0: Well, definitely I told, going I, to.
1: I told Kyle I'm going to look around the field on Sunday and lock eyes with him before the game, <laughs> <laughs> so he could ponder if I'm going to retire or not.
0: <laughs> yeah. For anyway. those of you who don't know, our Liberty Ducks are in the uh, amateur league championship, ready to second defend, year in a row. Yeah, ready to defend our title. So. Hopefully Frances is there to lock eyes with Sean, much like uh, he was with Girardi during the 2017
1: playoffs. I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about retiring after this. Go out back to back champs would be sick.
0: Oh, I, I I know I am.
1: You're retiring after this year for sure.
0: Yeah, I, it's uh. it's a it's a it's a commute every week.
1: Yeah, I know that's true. You live up by like Susan Waldman, way north. Mm-hmm. I just know because uh, uh, Sterling always brings that up. I don't follow her to her house. <laughs> it would be cool if she invited us over, though, but, you know, she doesn't return my emails on coming on the podcast, so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, we are on a cold
0: streak with uh, these guests. We are we haven't been getting re- a lot of responses. You know, people are busy. It's the dog days. It's August. Um, it's not just uh, the dog days for the players, but...
1: But I feel like we've also been going after some big... We've gotten some bigger fish recently, you know? Yeah. Ryan Rucco is elite now. He's taking pictures with Joe Torrey yesterday. and <laughs> uh, Joe Torrey. So, Speaking wow. of
0: which, I was a little disappointed seeing that Joe Torre said that Brett Gardner said or did enough to warrant a rejection, uh, la- an ejection last week when he clearly said nothing, and it was Maben and Boone talking, and the ump did the no look hook as, as our former guest Ryan Ruco called it, and uh, that that was a little disappointing. I mean, that was I just feel like that was clearly uh we're going to protect the ump, and you know release him of any wrongdoing when I mean come on just admit admit he made a mistake come on Joe
1: yeah that, that's all you really have to do is say that he made a mistake but I also think that every time the Yankees are involved I feel like Tori feels like he has to be extra harsh so people don't play favoritism because you could hear it in the broadcast yesterday I was actually driving to get Wiley some dog food when he was in the Yankee, when he was on the radio booth. And then I was watching on TV when he was in the yes booth. Cause I had just gotten home. So I got to hear both of his interviews and you could just hear, he still has like a soft spot for, for the Yankees, especially the, the older teams. Um, I mean, you could feel like the connection he has with O'Neill when they're in the booth and when he talks about those teams. But I feel like, you know, it's like, uh, he, he wants to not seem like he's playing favorites, which I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he doesn't, but, from my point of view, it's probably different than somebody else's. I'm sure Grandpa Smitty thinks he plays favorites all the time.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think – I think um, admitting that Gardner didn't do anything wouldn't have been playing favorites. It just would have been stating the obvious. Yeah, Every, everyone I, saw I, it. Yeah.
1: I agree. I'm just trying to find a uh, final line. Well, he said that he, he did something wrong when Gardner came out, not while Gardner was in the dugout. But Gardner's Gardner's postgame interview was legendary. It that was, was awesome. was great, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it did yeah. not
0: disappoint. Well, anyway, I, hey, speaking of Gardner, since he's been back from the IL, he's been he's been tearing it up. Since Maven got back from the IL, he's been um, he's been tearing it up as well. Obviously, we know about Talkman. Gio Urshela is now one of the big biggest power threats in baseball. He uh, had another what three hits yesterday. I mean,
1: Ta- yeah, Talkman is now. I mean, I'm sorry. Urshela is now one point behind LeMahieu for the batting title. And his OPS on the season is 969. That's insane. I'm pretty sure he went
0: into last night's game with a WRC plus of 147. Absolutely
1: ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And, um, yeah, I I mean, Talkman. it looked like he was cooling off a little bit. and He gets two hits last night, so who knows? And a walk. Yeah, and, and uh, I, what were you gonna uh, say fun, fun, fun trip around the bases getting thrown out of third?
0: I lo- I loved it though. I can't remember, I can't remember who was playing in left field, but he was very lazy getting to that ball in the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on the Orioles; they're getting killed. He probably didn't have much. He was probably getting sick of chasing balls in the gaps and down the line because the Yankees were just killing every pitcher they brought in. But hey, you have a big lead. If I was talking, try to make them pay. And, yeah, make something um, out. So I liked it. I definitely liked the fire, but, um, but yeah, I, I did, I did notice that Talkman was cooling off at least in that small stretch, but then he comes back with a couple, couple hits on Tuesday night. So you hope that, uh, that gets him back on track. But I think it's also reasonable to expect that Talkman will regress a little bit, even although we said the same thing about Urshela and then he had a, a cool month and then went back to being elite somehow. And, uh, but if you know if, if Talkman cools off, hopefully he can delay that a, l- a couple weeks, at least until Aaron Hicks gets back. But Hicks said, I think the Yankees said that the Hicks that um that Hicks is not going to throw for another two weeks, so you'd have to imagine he's not coming back until sometime in in September.
1: So, Sorry, there's a mosquito in my house. That's why I clapped to try to get it, but I missed it. Um, as usual, mm-hmm. that bodes very poorly for Sunday. In Papa. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not super freaked about the, the news on, um, on Hicks. I think it's better to just play it, play it safe. Um, dude's got an injury history. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think if that he's feeling good is a good sign. And I think that they're playing it cautiously is, is smart. I think that, um, I think that as long as you get him back by, let's say, the second week of September, which at this point with this time frame is feasible, that you know that's going to give him two full weeks of, of of game action to get his back going. And you could DH him a lot too if you want to rest that arm. Um, you know, by by then we'll have everybody up for the roster expansion, so we'll be good to go. But yeah. I mean, at this point, we don't need anybody. <laughs> no, it doesn't Nobody seem doesn't like it. Get healthy are you worried about Stanton speaking of outfielders going to the 60-day IL it seems more like a paper move but I mean that does definitely rule him out for another couple of weeks right
0: yeah but I think I think if you look at the progression of his recovery that that doesn't really make yeah. a difference you know he, he just said he's back to 75 85 percent in terms of health he's still only running on an anti-gravity treadmill apparently he's supposed to start baseball activities soon but you know even even if he does that still puts him at a couple of weeks away from from returning you imagine he's going to need mm-hmm. um, a rehab stint because he's been out a while yeah uh, for sure and that that that's going to be interesting when guys like Stanton and Hicks make their way back and and Voight makes his way back and Carnacion if he recovers he said that he's encouraged by how his wrist is feeling who knows what that means but you know that's that's four that's four guys that are regular starters and then you start thinking, you know, where are you gonna find two?
1: I mean if Voigt says he feels a hundred percent and doesn't need surgery till the offseason, it's another one.
0: Yeah, well Voigt I mean Voigt you're not as concerned about because he would just move to first base and take Mike Ford's spot. Um I think he's the I think he's one of them where you know, like, okay, he obviously he'll just slide right back in but then you think about the outfield because right now you have judge who had a who hey he pulled two, he pulled two balls last night one of them was a double down the line so that's a good sign you'd like to start seeing him pull the ball with power more but um anyway you'd have judge mabin talkman gardner that's four outfielders who have all been producing and then now you have Hicks and Stanton coming back, and it's suddenly you're you're like, Man, where do we put all these guys?
1: Well, the nice thing is that this isn't gonna be a problem until September when we have an expanded roster. So uh, I mean they'll they'll have time to hedge their bet and, and make their postseason roster for sure. And I uh, mean yeah, I think that's what it'll come down to. I mean, you know who the locks are gonna be. They're not going to not put John Carlos Stanton on the postseason roster. They're not gonna not put Edwin Encarnacion on the postseason roster, probably Luke Boyd too, if he comes back and hits the way he's capable of, um, if he comes back and hits the way he was after he had the first core issue and then he went down with the sports energy, then yeah, they probably will have to leave him off. But, um, you know, I, I think you go in probably with with an infield that looks like um, Lemayhew, Torres, Didi, Urshela, and, um, you know, you'll have... Um, what's his fit, Encarnacion in that mix, then obviously you're two catchers, and then you'll have an outfield of Stanton, um, Stanton, Hicks, and Judge, and you'll probably have Talkman or, or, and Gardner on there, and that, that'll be it. So no Maven? I think Maven is the most dispensable out of, out of the group. I mean, he's he's been great, but his... I think Talkman adds a lefty bat that you don't have normally, and I know they won't leave Gardner off. They won't want to insult him like that. So I think it's Maven. That's that's the 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 man out. But I mean, who knows? Garden, you know, maybe um, somebody could get hurt. Stanton could never come back.
0: Yeah, there's definitely time to figure all of this out. But yeah. I I I will say that if Stanton comes back healthy and he, um, you know, starts hitting to his potential down the stretch. There are going to be some Yankee fans who are stupidly upset about Stanton being on the roster because, you know, the Yankees are making so much contact right now, and and now you're going to put an all-or-nothing guy like Stanton on the roster. This is going to ruin their whole mojo. What are we going to do? And I'm just going to laugh.
1: Yeah, I I mean, that's like when Sanchez came back and hit the home run in his second at-bat on Saturday. Yep. I was so pumped up, and we were – we were in the car. My wife's like, "We're you know playing the Blue Jays? Why are you so excited?" And I said, "Well, because I now I don't have to look at listen to these idiots for at least two days <laughs> complaining about how Austin Romine's hitting 271 with a 717 OPS and uh, should be the starting catcher," which you know. Whatever. Yeah. But,
0: we can only talk about how dumb that is so much before.
1: But I, I mean, and, and it sucks because you know what? Romine does a great job at what he does. He's a great backup catcher. Mm-hmm. And he filled in great. And so did H- Higashioka. He was awesome. But Gary Sanchez is just an elite hitter. And that's all there is to it. And it doesn't mean Romine's bad and we don't like Romine. I really like Austin Romine. I just don't like the people that say Austin Romine should be your starting catcher over Gary Sanchez. That's insane
0: oh no it is i mean austin romine's numbers were among the worst in baseball before sanchez got hurt and he started getting regular at-bats so yeah i don't want to hear any of that nonsense he'll be the backup catcher come playoff time exactly as it should be and sanchez will be in the starting lineup because he has mvp potential we've seen him make a difference in the playoffs before with his home run power so that's exactly how it should be. It was nice to see him rip a double last night, and you hope... Uh, I was more
1: pumped about that walk in the last thing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. working working a good at-bat, because yeah. he, he had been he chasing, chasing a lot, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. prior to going on the I.L., he, he was chasing a lot. So, um, yeah, that that's encouraging to see. And you've seen a couple at-bats since he's been back, where it seemed like he was pressing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But... Hey, he just got back from an IL stint. Hopefully, he's just settling in. And um, other than that, I, I mean, pretty much.
1: You worried about Judge at all?
0: Um, I don't know. He, he's another one that I, I just still don't worry about. I mean, the funny thing is. Look, I you know, Judge has arguably the most raw power we've ever seen in a baseball player. And you know when you have that kind of capability, you want to see him pull the ball into the seats and and be the home run hitter that he was in 2017. But even even with this new approach that he seemed to start during spring training this year, even before the injury, he's still an incredibly productive player hovering around the 900 OPS range, just not as many home runs. But, you know, I, I don't I don't want to see Judge hit the ball onto the ground. Obviously when he hits it as hard as he does, it has a higher chance of being a base hit, or even going down the line to the wall for an extra base hit. But I prefer seeing Judge lift the ball and pull it, because that's obviously the gives you the highest likelihood of a home run, which is what you would you should want from a guy like Aaron Judge. He's an eighty grade power hitter. So I I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm worried about him. I mean, he had ripped a ripped a ball into the down the line last night for a double, and I know that he's a professional hitter who always works a good at bat. So even when he's not on fire, he's still working counts and, and getting on base. So you know, if if he's going to have a slump, why not now? You know, let him let him work this out over the final month and a half of the season, get ready for the postseason, and hopefully, as he keeps playing, he Uh, you know, gets used to, if if there even is any nagging feeling with that oblique, you know, you heard Carlos Beltran say that's something that'll feel for the rest of the season. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm not too concerned about Judge. I can totally see him catching fire in September, much like he did in September of 2017 when he had his best month of the season in what was a monster season already. So it's not like It's not like we've seen Judge break down. He's just coming back from a lengthy injury, and he's still doing fine. He's just not hitting as many home runs. So I'm I'm hoping those home runs come back in September because Yankees are going to need those for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind them giving him a day today either, day game after night game. Got a big series with the Indians coming up. You're going to want him in the lineup every game. Um, Gardner had the night off last night from the outfield, so you could roll out, you know, may have been talking Gardner and uh and get him a, get him a, get him a day to clear his head just get some rest and uh come out swinging for the Indian series and you know like he, he doesn't look like he's far off i think paul o'neill said it last night looks like he's just missing and obviously maybe pressing a bit but not not anything crazy he's still the king of full counts so yeah i'm not i'm not overly worried about it i you know like you said we saw this in 2017 um, yeah, you know, last year with, with the injury, and then he didn't look like he had a lot of power coming back, and then he got hot as soon as the playoffs started, which was awesome. Just unfortunately, nobody else was hot, um, especially the pitchers. But um, yeah, that's about it.
0: All right, so um, oh, what else do we what else do we have to talk about? There's usually usually we uh are at a at a we've talked for about 45 minutes by now because we have to recap all the injuries, but there haven't there haven't been a lot of injuries which is a good thing obviously not in terms of us trying to fill a big time space of stuff to talk about (laughs) but really it's just the Yankees continue to uh beat up on sub 500 teams and well you know you did just bring up the the Cleveland series how how interested are you to watch that I mean the Indians are obviously red hot they almost they almost came back against Boston last night wound up losing in extra innings to a uh, jackie bradley jr of all people hit a go-ahead home run in the in the 10th inning but um yeah i mean what what do you uh what do you want to see from the yankees and what's going to be their kind of first playoff atmosphere in uh in a couple weeks after playing a lot of a lot of bad teams
1: well i'm actually i'm going on friday 25 dollars a seat i got Uh, a hot dog and a drink come with your ticket on the main level and it's beach towel night. So, I mean, I'm basically stealing from the Yankees (laughs) at this point. Uh, But no, I'm, I'm excited for this series. It should be good. The Indians are playing really good baseball right now. Um, They're up to 72 and 48. So, you know, they're only like seven behind the Yankees in terms of loss column. But um, yeah, I I, I mean, with the way that they've been throwing the ball, uh, you know, they, Who do do the Yankees get? Plutko?
0: I haven't looked at the... I'm looking at at the rotation. But obviously the Indians have one of the better rotations in baseball.
1: Yeah. So, um, we'll see. Uh, I guess it'll be Sunday starter then. That's not Brad Hand. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just just being an idiot over here. Um, Yeah, I, I mean... I'm excited to see uh, Puig because you know the oh, suspension yeah, will be over by then. So you get uh, this will be my first time seeing him in person, and uh, I mean we'll see. It's it's going to be a tough series. The Yankees will have who they'll have. Um, who's pitching today? Sorry, is it um, Hap today?
0: Yeah. Hey, all right. <laughs> so they'll have. No, that's a good thing because that means he's not going to be pitching in the Cleveland series. That's fair. So they'll have. Um, so you'd imagine it would be. A bullpen, a bullpen day. Yeah, you'd imagine it'd be bullpen
1: Paxton, Tanaka. Bullpen Tanaka Paxton because Tanaka pitched oh, Sunday, yeah, yeah. Paxton pitched Sunday. Yeah, bullpen Tanaka Paxton, and then um, Herman. But. They said they're going to slide. Oh, CC's coming back. They said they're going to slide CC into one of the games in the Cleveland series. So I don't think they do it Thursday because he just threw his bullpen yesterday. So we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I can see the Yankees going one and three in this series. If we're being honest, I mean, <laughs> CC coming CC coming back probably isn't going to be as sharp as it usually is. Um,
0: well, you don't know that. I mean, he's you know he's. God, he's uh, what a t- almost a twenty year veteran. I don't think he needs to yeah. settle back in as as much as other guys do. I think maybe he you know he could come back with extended rest and the knee feeling better, and he can pitch really yeah. well. We've seen we've seen that before too. I think CC yeah. gets more into trouble when he's in too much of a, a regular schedule and a rhythm because then he starts wearing down that knee again. I think CC's one of those mm-hmm. rare pitchers where he's good when he pitches more sparingly, but. But, you know, obviously, obviously, I mean, he's
1: just he's not going to go long. And if they have a, a bullpen day mixed in, it's kind of a recipe for a problem.
0: Yeah, no, it, it has. But been. I feel like
1: what, I feel like what they could do is, is um, kind of piggyback with Wisego, who is now up.
0: Yeah, that's 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 big to get him back, because like like you were saying, that it's kind of already been a, re- a recipe for a problem. One that's been masked because they've been playing the Orioles so much. But, you know, they've been having to use a lot of pitchers because of injuries to the staff and. Guys like Joe Mantiply coming up and being sent right back down, Brady Lail. Uh, they've been, you know, Tarpley went down, Holder went down. They've been losing a lot of guys and having to uh, fill a lot of innings with unknowns, and that's that could be trouble against a team like the Indians, not as much the Orioles. So it's going to be an interesting series, and obviously the main thing you want to take away from it is to just see the Yankees be competitive against the playoff team and. Hopefully CC comes back strong and and Paxton and Tanaka continue the momentum they've built in their last starts, but these are also yeah, but, big games. You want home field and home field's a mm-hmm. tight race right now.
1: Well, I mean the next well first I mean back to what you said, I'm really interested to see what Tanaka and Paxton's starts look like, especially coming off Tanaka's last start, see if he can follow that up and Paxton's um, recent run of of looking looking better. Um, that's, that'll be exciting to see and and interesting. And I think if they have good starts against the lineup, like the Indians, uh, who have seemed to start to hit the ball, that'll be, uh, that'll be pretty exciting for us. And like you said, the, I mean, they're big games and the A's have a lot of big games. I mean, they have a four game set with the Indians. Then they go to Oakland for three, the Dodgers for three, they have a landing spot with the Mariners for three, but it's still a West coast trip. And then, then they play the A's again, uh, at the stadium for three. They have the, the Rangers for three, which OK, and then they go to Fenway for four. So after that, I mean, they just have a two game set with the Rays. Otherwise, the schedule's, you know, doable. Um, so this stretch coming up is going to be really important and um, it features a lot of good matchups. So we'll see. This is kind of the Yankees getting tested here. They, they've gotten by with the with the next savage up mentality. And, and now we're going to see what it's like against some some high caliber teams here. And hopefully we start getting some reinforcements back. I don't know what Voight's timetable is since he says he's a hundred percent. Um, but I'm not going to hold my breath and you know, we won't get Hicks or Stanton back during that stretch, but we'll see. Um, speaking of looking forward to games, the schedule's out for next year. Anything catch your eye?
0: <laughs> uh, I haven't even looked at it too much to be honest, other than the fact that they moved up opening day yet again. In a few years, we're going to be taking our wives to, opening day on valentine's day um let's see i I don't know i mean the iowa game (laughs) the game in iowa
1: oh yeah that came out like right after we recorded last week yeah i'm Uh, not as pumped about that as everybody else
0: yeah i mean i I think it's a really really cool idea i kind of wish that they were just hitting directly into into the cornfields and like you could see you know I, i almost wish there wasn't an outfield wall. I just wish they... You know what I mean? I just wish it was just the cornfields, like...
1: oh, well, if they did, like, a fence instead of a wall so you could yeah, see... Kind that's of, yeah, that's true. You know, but Yeah, I other know. Than, other than that... That's just a money grab. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... No, I mean... Uh, the Cubs come to Yankee Stadium. That's exciting. Um, and the Yankees go to Pittsburgh, which...
0: Yeah, I know, love the, that park.
1: That's a park that's supposed to be nice. I've never been there. I know you have...
0: Yeah, it's um, awesome.
1: The so team, the team to... that
0: plays there isn't, especially not since the All-Star break.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Caroline and I might try to take a little little one-night trip out there and check out a game, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, other than that, and NL Central is filled with some interesting teams. They go to Pittsburgh, they go to St. Louis, and then the Cubs come here. I think the Brewers—oh, no, we go to Milwaukee— so that'll be interesting. Yeah. And then the Subway Series, they have two games in Ju- – or four games in July, two at the beginning, two at the end. Um, unfortunately for the Mets, that last night was uh, rough for them with McNeil getting hurt in the ninth and then uh, them losing. Oh, yeah, the game. I know. That was a wild series against the Nationals. I don't know if you caught any of those games, but Todd Frazier, you know, the Todd father, hitting a huge home run on a Friday night. That was actually really fun to watch. I actually had flipped over to that because the Yankees were getting blown out Friday night. And uh, it was a fun game to watch, but, you know, baseball can be fickle. We <laughs> yeah. That.
0: Well, I so. know one thing. I would sign up for a five-game series between those two teams. I mean, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin against DeGrom, Cindergard, Stroman. Like, that would that would be a lot of fun if that oh, was, yeah, if that sure. were to somehow happen. Um, obviously, doesn't look like it would happen because if those teams wound up facing each other in the playoffs, it would probably be in a wild-card game because the Braves definitely look like the power in that division. They're just a really good and exciting young team. But anyway, playoffs are still a month and a half away. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Again, Major
1: League playoffs are a month and a half away, but the, the Liberty Ducks have a championship game to win yeah i'm looking forward to trying to repeat i mean it's one game so i'm not getting too too cocky anything could happen and we know the team we're playing they have a a very good pitcher but not much else so um you know uh but we got some we got some good arms too jordan looked pretty good yesterday gave a couple i mean sunday gave a couple uh scary fly balls there in the middle (laughs) and uh i tried to not be too much like boone and and saw that and took him out even though he was cruising after the sixth. And uh, we blew the lead up so so big after I told him he was coming out. I think Brett just pitched to the defense in the last couple innings and we cruised to a seven-run win in the playoffs, which for us is incredible considering all of our games have been, been nail-biters. And you had a huge double in that game, but I mean – Man, you were lumbering, lumbering (laughs) to to second base. I was getting worried. Well, like I said, (laughs) rolled to the wall. But I will say this in your defense: when you scored on BK's double, you were cruising a little bit better. I I thought maybe you could knock the rust off on your way to second and and coming home. I I had a good feeling about that. And I I, know B (laughs) gives you a lot of stuff because you got thrown out the plate two years ago or three years ago in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I did. I did. That was a bang bang play. But again, in my defense, yesterday or Sunday. I had, it was it was like a hard line drive in the shortstop hole, and their shortstop almost made an insane diving catch. I, I slowed down heading to first because a I was about to be really pissed if he caught it, and then b it wound up short hopping, like the lip right before the outfield grass, and it looked like it bounced up and hit him in the face. And mm. I almost like stopped as a reaction, like oh shit, like I think I just knocked this kid's teeth out with that ball, and it ricocheted like all the way into foul ground. That was the only reason why I got a double out of it, but. Then I was like, "Oh, let me make sure I get the second before I make sure he's okay." And thankfully, he turned out to be okay. But I think that impeded my rhythm a little bit. Obviously, I'm slow as hell, regardless. But, but um, that that I think that explains why I was uh, laboring around first.
1: Gotcha. So, how do you like our chances for Sunday?
0: I don't know. I, you're you're more in tune with with the opponents than I am. I, I don't even.
1: Well, you've actually been at every game we've played this team because it was the playoffs last year where we had the extra inning game. And then the that kid one hit us. You got the one hit. Leak kind of got a duck hit where it was really an error but we we gave him a hit. Oh, and that was this year, right? Yeah. And then remember he came out to pitch the first inning of the next game, but yeah, we just okay. kind of But that's the thing with him. It seems like once you get to the 8th inning, he's out of gas. So All
0: right. Now I remember. Yeah. Well, I don't. Know. I like. I like our chances. I think we've got a, I think we've got a good team. I hope we repeat. That would be a great way to go out. But all um, right.
1: Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get you like an oil painting or something. Whatever they got for Jeter when he retired, I guess. <laughs> but,
0: I know. I. I was robbed of a farewell tour. No.
1: If the, you um, <laughs> if you have a walk off hit, I will scream where fantasy becomes reality. <laughs> um, just remind me. All
0: right. Well, that's uh. What we're looking forward to, we should probably stop talking about the Ducks before our subscriber numbers are cut in half, but um, back to the Yankees.
1: I think all our subscribers are on the Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But back to the Yankees. Hopefully we start getting some uh, more positive injury news. We've got a big series coming up this weekend. We'll talk about it next weekend, and hopefully the Yankees uh, stay in that race for home field advantage. Um, Until then, we hope everyone has a great week. uh, enjoys these last weeks of summer, and go Yankees, and and go Ducks.
1: (laughs) Let's go Yankees, everybody. Let's let's at least split with the Indians here and uh, send a message that we're ready for the postseason.
0: I'd sign up for that. All right, have a good week, everybody.